Hey everybody, this is your host Javier and Daniel and you're listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We're just two brown best amigos talking about everything and anything through a Latino and indigenous perspective. In this podcast, expect some tears, joy, and definitely laughter. Imagine you sitting around a table with your best friends but sober. Or you can have a drink too because we don't judge. Well... (laughs) (laughs) If I... Just kidding. Uh, is this hobby first? Yes, the baila. Oh, baila It's a dance fiesta. What's up, Cheek Brown Sound Season 3, Episode 13, with your favorite hosts, Javi and Daniel. How's it been, everybody? Hello, hello, hello. I'm like, we're back. We're, you know, we've kind of been on a little, we just had some things you know happened lately so we've been on a little break um yeah yeah we have i'm like you know i know we've got some lists or some people like reached out and we're like are you guys dropping a new episode yet and we're like hey like you don't pay us to be here okay so <laughs> yeah. don't rush me i just buried <laughs> i just buried a family member i'm grieving no i'm just kidding yeah. but no no not kidding though but seriously i did uh while we have been gone i um my one of my grandma's older brothers he passed away so we had you know how to deal services and things like that and my whole family was yeah. in town so i just didn't have time to um record or anything. right and, so. and so sorry for your loss cheek x to you and oh, your family thanks. appreciate because it. that's that's always very difficult um but i mean not only have you been having kind of you know the family stuff and taking time to to heal and be together um i've been out sick too i happened to catch a cold that i knocked me on my butt cheek x <laughs> these colds are coming like pretty strong and i'm like it's like covid times 20 i feel like right you know I was doing all the remedios that like my fans me. I'll share in with a freaking onion and put in vaporu on the soles of my feet and you you're know like, trying to get all the teas in and you're like sana yeah, sana yeah sana sana colita <laughs> and for those of you that have never heard that that just means what does it mean sana sana colita heel heel little frog tail and it's just a little saying. <laughs> Little frog butt. <laughs> yeah, little. I know. Um, yeah, Chica, because I've just been trying to, to it's get better right now. Yeah, it was like we had like a week of like family services and then a second following week when things freed up for me and then you got sick and then we had to wait. And I remember hearing your voice. You sounded pretty, you know, like you were like you just had a whole bag of uh, screwdrivers. I'm just kidding. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love. Just, <laughs> just like I just smacked up. Uh, I had just uh, smoked a pack of cigarettes yeah. for 30 years. <laughs> just you like, up? like Thanos just choked you by the neck. I don't know how we got there, but <laughs> just all... yeah, no. <laughs> and now I talk like this. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, Chica, it's, it's uh, it's been a ride. I'm getting a little better, but I do know that the cold and flus are kind of going around oh, right yeah. now. To people and, definitely, you know, they're making the rounds. Definitely got me, but no, it's it's been going great. Um, in the meantime, though, since we haven't been on, and I know you've been dealing with family stuff, what else have you been up to? What are what are some new things going on with Dan? 
Daniel, our listeners want to know? <laughs> um, nothing really other than just, I mean, work and um. I mean, well, are you are you gonna tell everybody? You're you're not gonna tell everybody yet. We'll you're doing tell this people what? Daniel is gonna be a dad. Congratulations! No. <laughs> oh, what? I was like, huh? I'm like, tell people what? <laughs> um, no, actually, I'm not going to be a dad. Uh, but I am a poppy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, just, yeah. But I'm, I'm like, I don't have I don't have no kid. But I am still big poppy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm just teasing i'm just That's teasing funny. um you threw me off no. i was like wait what did i i'm like what did i have something else what big news I'm like, um, I got a new phone case. No. <laughs> yeah. I got a haircut. Yeah. Uh, no. I'm like, just no, save that's... 15% by switching to Geico. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all, Geico got to pay us now because we're yeah. talking about them on the show. Nice. I'm like, yeah, give us that. Uh, we need that uh, partnership deal. Just kidding. Yeah. No, Cheekex, I, I think for me, I've been able to do some good reflecting. I know the last episode... That was like early January. <laughs> we had talked about, uh, you know, different growth mindsets that we had for this upcoming year. And I've been, um, you know, uh, yeah. sticking sticking to kind of following those pathways, those those uh, train of thoughts. And, you know, you know, just keep working on improving myself and being a good person. And, you know, que sera, sera. But I'm out here making uh, plans, Cheek X, for the future because I am oh. looking to travel a lot this year. Yes. And I'm hoping to drag you to one of those big trips that I'm trying to do. <laughs> yeah, one one I definitely am looking into going, you know, the one I've been right. With. I've I think it's gonna be exciting. Um the only thing I have to do is update my passport because it's been two right. years. So I'm like, great. Now I gotta do and I'm one of those people that like I hate doing any type of paperwork. Like I don't know if I just yep. like I don't know. There's this like there's like this old native movie called Smoke Signal. They talk about you know how Indians feel about like signing papers or whatever. So <laughs> obviously the history <laughs> the history of the treaties and stuff. But anyways, I feel like for me I'm like I when it comes to signing papers or going to the doctors by myself or things like that i'm like mom can't you just do this for me <laughs> like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well and i i have this aversion to paperwork because growing up i would read important oh. documents for my parents and translate so i'm always <laughs> like you know and you yeah. always get those extended car warranty oh, yeah. things that make them they look important and so growing up i'd be like oh dad this is about your car <laughs> like this is this is your you need to extend your warranty because you're out he's like but, but we just got you know like <laughs> Like, and me trying to explain and then realizing, oh, this is just trash. It's junk mail, dad. Right. Throw it away. I couldn't even um, imagine so. being like a kid trying to explain what warranty is. Because, I mean, I'm, if I was allowed, I probably wouldn't even know what that was. You're like, what's warranty? Right. <laughs> like, They're saying oh. your warranty. And I'm like, what does that even mean? <laughs> well, picture that, Cheekex. I was translating for my parents at the grocery store. So, and even the doctor. So, like, if, if my dad was upset about the bill or whatever, and he's like, oh, they charged me wrong. Go and tell that man man that you know it's wrong and i'm like six like i can't tell that old white man that yeah. <laughs> he's wrong and he charged you wrong like i can't do that because culturally we're brought up to respect older right. people you know so there's also that and then there's also the my english isn't that great dad i can't i can't go fight for you <laughs> yeah. but now i can just kidding yeah. so you're now like i can <laughs> you're like you you know you you fight in the way of calling a certain number of three digits just kidding <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
<laughs> oh, funny. Oh, let me throw on my uh, Karen wig. Yeah. Nine, one, one. Yeah. <laughs> Can I speak to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello, sir. Uh, no, no, Cheekix. But but yeah, that's always been a thing. Like mm. I totally get the paperwork stuff, but yeah, it, I... we got to do it, Cheekix, because we're trying to get out of I the know. country. <laughs> I know. I'm like, going. I'm like, can we just? Not come back. Just get, okay. Just live. Yeah, for I real. just live out of the country for a little bit. I don't know, but yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to traveling. Though I know there's a few um, plans that we had in order. Hopefully, we'll be recording. Yeah. Hopefully, we could record an episode from you know where that place. That yes. place. Let's not give it up yet. Yeah, yeah. We want to surprise. We want to surprise the, lis- the listeners later on. Um, actually yeah. recording there live from. Um, and so we'll and then another. We'll yeah, we have like two locations where we were like kind of looking for it so like one kind right. of coming up in the spring and then one in the winter which is kind of cool yeah. so hopefully we can you know you gotta speak it into existence i'm all you got come on tax money just kidding <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come on tax refund no yes absolutely cheek um so uh, switching gears here a little bit and jumping into our topics i know there's a couple things we wanted to touch on in this episode mm. um but a lot of it uh kind of deals with our with me and you and our relationship um, and how we've become friends and where how we met, that, those kind of things. We've yeah. been at the Brown Sound for about a year now. So we celebrated a year mm-hmm. on January 21st. And um, it, we three seasons in and mm-hmm. we're wrapping up here on season three. But uh, I wanted to provide a little refresher on how you and I came to be uh, friends and where we met. So let's start there. Let's talk yeah. a little bit on, on our friendship. How did we meet from your perspective? And then I'd be happy to share mind yeah um so yeah i think this is perfect because i know we've been gaining a little bit more uh followers and people on on instagram that have been you know following the brown sound instagram page. yeah so uh, i think if you're just now tuning in wondering like who the heck are these two brown guys you know or all <laughs> yeah. oh, who are these two beige guys <laughs> mocha brown <laughs> these two big brown and beautiful men yeah. <laughs> no but um so obviously it was like we've been friends for almost 12 years now right because 12 years 2011 GX. so i was you know like i always remember this i was just a young tenderoni freshman <laughs> year Little young TYT, you know, uh, walking up on 6th Street in Moscow. I was a freshman in. <laughs> At the University of Idaho, and I remember it was during what is it called Palooza Fest or something? Yeah, or, it was one of the big recruiting resource yeah. things. So yeah. it was like the very beginning before school even started, and I remember just like moving into my dorm, like I don't know any of these white kids, like I don't fit in, like do I belong here? Right. I don't know. And I just remember walking at Palooza Fest, and then I remember you were like, "Hey, hey, fool!" You know, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, Holmes, come yeah. over here, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It was my Caldwell accent. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I just remember walking on the little, you know, in the crowd, and I just remember you were like, hey, have you, you know, been interested in these orgs or things like that? And then I yeah. just remember I was thinking, like, great, great, great. Like, I only took Spanish like two years in high school. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yes. So I'm like, see. No. <laughs> uh, for the record, I was speaking English. <laughs> I'm like, and come to find out, you didn't even speak Spanish during that time. Just kidding. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> 
Okay, so from my perspective, yes, it was Palooza Fest. It was one of the biggest, like, recruitment events, especially for the mm-hmm. freshmen, right? So all the student clubs and, like, some of the local businesses set up booths and, like, just basically the new class comes in and just walks and kind of meets. And it's a good time for you to, like, connect and recruit more students into your clubs. So that's what I was doing. I was at one of my student club tables. And from afar, I um, saw Daniel. So he was this, like, you know, little young buck with, like, little... <laughs> You know, big, bright, uh, twinkly eyes because he was like, he was like kind of, you know, he wasn't with anybody. He was kind of just walking Palooza Fest by himself. And most people walk in like groups Mm because, you know, you you don't know nobody. You're just trying to, it's kind of scary coming up to tables. So Daniel was all brave and he had these little cargo shorts and these little like American Eagle flip flops walking out Oh man, <laughs> 2011 me is a whole different version. It's crazy, totally yeah. different. And he had this like little emo haircut. Kind no, of I did. <laughs> I'm like the evil haircut was gone in high school. And so I was like, hey, hey, you, I'm over here. I got some candy. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, oh, hey, I'm, 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 I'm I was here. like, I was like, I don't carry cash on me, sir. <laughs> he was like, I don't want to buy nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, was, I was just like, hey. <laughs> yeah. I was like, come over here. And I know he looked scared because he was like, he had this face too that was like, like, oh, I don't speak Spanish. You know, I could tell right away he was one of those guys. <laughs> one of those guys. <laughs> And I was like, no, I'll still entertain him. But no, I was just like, hey, man, what's up? Like, how, you know, we did the cool little banter. I was like, where are you from? And he's like, oh, I'm from Lapway. And I'm like, where's that? And he's like, you know, it's a kind of blink and miss. <laughs> they were like, like you drive wonder- every time you go home or come to Moscow. <laughs> right, right. And so it was, it was really cool kind of just connecting with him. And so he had shared he was Nest Purse. And I was like, oh, like, you know, I've been doing the hoist program. So I've worked with some of the kids down there we started to connect and i think i asked you about some of the people that i knew and you said oh like maybe i don't know them but their family name sounds familiar yeah. you know so you kind of i'm like so you know like, like like most yeah. white people when you tell them you're native they're like oh i used to know this native or i work with this and that was hobby <laughs> i was like oh that's yeah. actually not true because <laughs> I used to work I, I with boys. Last I remember, no one in my circle did hoist really. Like, not that you know, it was a different crew of people. Yeah, okay. Daniel was so I didn't know yet. I didn't know any of them. So I was just like Yeah. But what was cool was we like were able to kind of connect over that. So yeah. the other thing was Daniel was also brown. So I I maybe this is a brown people thing. Yeah. Brown people that are listening, you tell me. Um, folks that are non-brown, maybe it's experience for like you too. But <laughs> like folks who are when not brown, a, keep it to yourself, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> So when I enter a space, especially like a predominantly white town like Moscow, coming from Caldwell, where I, you know, grew up with a lot of Latinos, very quickly you learn to, it's like your people radar turns on. And as soon as you see a brown person, like you see them and notice right away. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of that with Daniel. I was like, oh, it's a fellow brown person. Um, He looked a little Latino. So I'm like, maybe he's mixed. Um, And so that's what I was trying to do. I'm like, let me pull this little brown kid in let's talk <laughs> let's you know let's get to know each other mm-hmm. and uh, what i did was um after we started to talk and i shared a little bit on the group i invited him to come and play dodgeball 
Oh, kickball. So I was like, hey, and kickball, kickball. Yeah, and I was kick- like, and if you're free, if you're free later today, my friends and I are going to be at this park. You know, we're going to grill some burgers. We're going to have some fun. You should come out. And I honestly legit thought this is the last time we see this kid. So, <laughs> you know, the event ends, we wrap up. Um, we're setting up for that um, kickball tournament that we did. And um, out of nowhere, I see him showing up kind of in the distance walking <laughs> with the same shorts and flip flops. No. And I, was, <laughs> I was like, to kick. Kickball, but okay, you know, like that's because I'm Indian. <laughs> yeah, we got tough feet. No, I don't need shoes. Yeah, and so like I don't know. From there, it just kind of took off, right? Like we were just yeah. crack jokes. You like were cool with all my friends. Like yeah, you just clicked in. Like it, it was, was just a good. Fun. Yeah, it felt you know it felt natural, like a natural connection. I think too for me. So like just a little context. So uh, my graduating class from Lapway was like super small. I think we had like 28 students or something like that at graduate. Right. Senior class, and so when I was a freshman at U of I, there was only one other one of my classmates who was there, but he was um, considered a non-traditional student because he didn't live on campus, and he so he would commute to Lapway to class, and so I had oh. to like start all over, try to find new friends, and like you said, when you had when you are a person of color, sometimes when you walk into like an area that's majority white, I always for me personally, I always look for the brown person, like or right. you know, I'm like okay, I could be cool with these people because they probably know what i'm going through or know how i'm feeling right. so yeah that was that was interesting you know u of i was always fun and definitely kickball was fun and even after hanging out after kickball even, right with well little and the john thing from, <laughs> little john lalo george you mm-hmm. know all our good friends i think one of the things i know that we haven't talked about especially in terms of being friends from a different communities i'm latino you're native american mm-hmm. um for folks that don't have friends who are Latino or Native American, I think one of the things that for me personally that I was able to take away and why I think we've been friends for so long is there's actually a lot of similarities between our cultures. Yeah. And we have so many similarities even with our like experiences and um, our communities and our environments. And so, you know, very quickly I learned that, you know, Jan- Daniel comes from um, you know, a family who works hard, a family who has a lot of culture and traditions, a family that puts family first right um and there's this sense of community and belonging and all the decisions that you make and all the um you know things that you do right and this obligation to family and that for me is something that i've grown up with my entire life and Mm -hmm. so just to learn from my friend who's like oh no i you know i gotta go this weekend because we have a family thing i think you did that a lot pretty often um and then even seeing like we did some events where you know i think we did a fry bread cell and your family Mm -hmm. came up to help um and i got to meet your family slowly um the funny thing is too i had already met your sister loretta before that she oh, was yeah. a year, she graduated i think right before or like around the same time i had just gotten to college mm-hmm. so i knew her a little bit um had partied with her a little bit and uh <laughs> yeah and so like it was it was kind of it's, it's just been like a cool cool experience that it's like even though we come from different cultures you already just get a lot of the mm-hmm. things from my community and my culture um because of i don't know because we're brown brothers and brand yeah. i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah i think too like what's very unique about like you know like the mexican people is like you know you come from indigenous ancestry as well right you know so having these similarities and like like in history like, you know like a cultural background is like weird because you don't think like oh we come from such different areas but then come to find out like we have a lot of similarities and we do differences right? i think i mean even just like when it comes to colonization obviously the you know we were colonized to speak english and then right. the indigenous people of like south america colonized to speak spanish 
Spanish. So it's like very right. similar, you know, backgrounds. And when it comes to colonization, oh, hey, right. we're share, we share, we share the same trauma. No, <laughs> hey, no, but I even think like when it comes to the Moscow community, especially for like the native center in the camp office, like there's a lot right. of like, I think it helps too that we're all in the same building, you know? Right. So I think it's kind of crazy how like, like the Moscow community is pretty big, but all, like all of us somewhat kind of know of each other, each other or right. have met someone's other friend. Because that seemed very common too at U of I, like your older sibling went to U of I or younger siblings went to U of I. So it's just like, yeah. there was like that, like, oh yeah, oh yeah, my brother went there. Oh, my sister was here. Or, you know, or even just right. like the, the multicultural, like Greek, you know, organizations, like my the sister. Greek life, yeah. yeah. That was like- that's, the- that's very true. Well, and I will say too, Daniel, that part of the reason for while I why I got to develop as a leader and why I got all the experiences that I had while I was in college was in part due to the connections that I made with all my friends that were there, right? Because we were all going through that shared experience of we mm-hmm. moved away from home, you know, we're navigating college, which was like a lot of us were first generation. Um, a lot of us had the same issues back home, right? Um, family having, families having like trouble back home, but yeah. us having to kind of deal with that and still stay in college and support. And, um, you know, I think part of me also got to want to do more things because I was doing it with close friends like you, like when we started the radio um, station, you know, the program Sali Limon. And um, if it hadn't been for those experiences, we just wouldn't be where we're at and we wouldn't Mm -hmm. be doing the things that we're doing now. I, you know, I think radio too, you getting some experience in college kind of helped lead you into that direction too. Um, And, you know, and the cool thing is we were kind of there to see each other have those opportunities and now we're where we're at and we're like, you know, friends still 12 years strong and, you know, been through a lot of things, seen a lot of things, Mm -hmm. uh, weathered some things, left some friends behind, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) made some new ones, you know, we out here doing it. Yeah, I'm like, dang, it's crazy. I'm like, I think, I'm like, we met as adults, but I'm like, I have, this is like a longer friendship than some of the people I've known, like, when I was younger, you know, who, right? but I think that's like, that's also like, you know, just life, like, you come to the end of the road with some people and if you know some people choose to just stay where they're at that's fine i i mean i i feel like every when it comes to me like every friendship that i have uh and as i get older is way more meaningful and then like but then like the ones that i have lost or maybe we're not as close anymore like i don't regret those times but i i do thank them for that like learning lesson or you know if that makes sense yeah no but yeah i'm like you know i just try to live my life you know if people you just i I, i'm okay with coming to the end of the road with certain relationships and things like that sometimes you just like they say when people show you who they are you have to believe them so you have to believe it yeah well that's just me the the other thing too about just even the our friendship daniel and from being able to kind of just start where we started and to be at this point um what i would also say is i'm very thankful to your family for being so like welcoming of me and anytime i go and visit you know like the last one of the last times your mom um your mom and you made like fry bread i think one of the times too we ate uh uh, Indian tacos, but what was that? Didn't we do like a oh, was they, it like a roast or was it? Um, what was it where we were? That was so good. Try tip, yeah, yeah. And we've done that. That was really good. Um, and I don't know. I just feel like whenever I'm visiting, specifically the community, and definitely like I interact with your family mm-hmm. members, uh, immediate or extended, I just always get good vibes. You know, I'm always like welcomed in and received well, and that like feels good to me. That 
you know, we get that. Yeah, I definitely echo that towards your family too. I feel like I'm the the fifth Gomez. I'm just kidding. I'll just... <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, no. I think that's and that's like that's like crazy too. Because even like talking about how we talked about this earlier about like our communities. You know, we have these differences, but it's crazy because even like in appearance, our you know people are similar in appearance sometimes. You know, and yeah. because like I would, I mean, I know when I've been around like in Caldwell or around like you know your big family events. I'm like a lot of your family remind me of my own family members you know and it's like or even just anywhere we've been it's like you know in Caldwell or Nampa or something I can go around and people will you know speak to me in Spanish or just think you know I'm Latino or or, yep. or like when you were here people were asking for your tribal ID number you know like <laughs> yeah. like it's just kind I'm of all, crazy first of all I'm Mexican so do you need my Mexican number <laughs> yeah. I'm like just give them my tribal ID you're fine yeah. <laughs> it's funny because there's some people who aren't who aren't even native that will try to use a tribe because oh Oh, really? We'll get like, so for people who don't know, our tribal ID number is just our enrollment number. And we, if you're, as long as we're on the reservation, we don't have to pay um, a sales tax on stuff. So like yeah. if we go to the store and buy something, the little sales tax on there, we can usually get that um, tax exempt if we give them our tribal ID number. But uh, a lot of times just, you know, just a couple cents or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you get people that try to use it all the time. I'm like, nope, you pay that 13 cents, buddy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, and I think one of the, so I'm just thinking about my experiences. Um, and definitely, yeah, when I've been on, on the reservation, definitely, I, if I go to the store, I'll definitely be asked for my tribal ID number. I remember the first time I got asked, I was like, what is that? You know, because I didn't know. And I legit thought someone was asking me for like my green card or something. And I was like, first of all, I'm a citizen of the United States. Uh, so check that. And I don't need to have this is in Arizona. I'm like, I knew these little, uh, you know, towns were racist, yeah. but I mean, if you're going to ask me for my documentation you know i mean like i just that's funny yeah though it's crazy because some towns here won't even ask for your tribal id until you have to tell them like hey well here's my enrollment numbers and oh sorry they have to retap it in but yeah they're supposed to as long if any business is on the reservation and they make a sale um they're supposed to ask for your tribal id because the tribal members get the tax exempt but yeah that's that's anyways on like the tax stuff with the tribe i mean i'm like we we pay our taxes no (laughs) i know that um uh, one thing we did want to bring up though or share with people is our like cultural experiences with each other's um like culture you know i yeah i remember taking you to your first powwow just kidding i'll just remember yeah. you, you're out there dancing away just kidding no. i did do a round dance i did i did oh, yeah. <laughs> no so um the, my first experience going to a powwow was because of college so the native american student oh, center yeah. um, did did that um they had the the powwow and they do it every year it's like an annual thing but Mm -hmm. yeah it's my first time i got to see like actual like dancing Mm -hmm. i got to see like vendors i think that's where i tried my very first fry bread like somebody was there like making it um and then there was like people selling like beaded work and Mm -hmm. you know kind of stuff like that and honestly because i you know i come from caldwell we don't really have a large native community down here that does things like that Mm -hmm. that was my very first time seeing it and because again i grew up in idaho and i got taught idaho history um (laughs) i it really did feel to me chicas like it was like a you know like a sacred thing like i needed to be very careful about (laughs) like talking to the natives like being 
respectful. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know if I could record. You know what I yeah. mean? Because I wanted to take pictures of the cool thing that I was seeing to share with my family. But um, even from buying food or the beaded work, I'm like, can I even buy it? Because I'm not native. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it felt like that because I didn't know. I didn't know any better. But mm-hmm. Um, I remember at the end of the powwow, close to the end, they invited people to come down to the dancing to the floor in the main area Mm -hmm. um, because they're going to teach everybody how to do the round dance. Um, And so I remember coming down for that and actually participating. And I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, this is this is fun, I guess. So I that was kind of my first. And it's funny because people treat powwows as if they're like these sacred ceremonies. It's like, no, Mm -hmm. powwow is like a social thing. You know, it's like it's meant to be like socialized with people and and if it was like to be like a super sacred ceremonial practice or something i'm sure they wouldn't have it open to the public like that but right or or do or dance for money because people there's competitions and stuff with palace usually you can win a, a money a prize you know yeah but um yeah that's always that always reminds me of like little john asking like when when are you gonna invite me to a powwow and i'm like <laughs> yeah. i don't have to you could just go or <laughs> well his his brother legit thought that you couldn't go to one unless you were invited by a neighbor oh by someone indigenous to go (laughs) and he had been invited to one down by the duck valley uh, oh yeah duck valley uh reservation Reservation. and uh so he was all super excited that he was going to this very like you know uh, because it is a big deal but he thought it was like exclusive like yeah (laughs) he was so he was so psyched about that um but it's kind of funny yeah that's that's always cool i know um yeah powwows are always it just depends i know sometimes like before before you take pictures or record you're just like supposed to ask the person you're like you know recording or taking a picture or i i believe they ask for like no recordings during like the honor song or flag song things like that or um other different things but for the most part pals are very social gathering events yeah. they're very they're not very i mean there are some strict rules but they're not like can't no don't 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 do this yeah, yeah it's- well i think for me one of the things that i remember that stood out was the grand entry because mm-hmm. that was like a thing and I didn't realize that, that that was a thing. So you're kind of just watching and, you know, it's like a yeah. ceremony kind of thing. The other part about that, though, was that, um, you know, I knew that I probably shouldn't touch the regalia. Oh, you yeah. know, you want to touch because that would seem like oh, yeah. that's rude, first of all, because you're like encroaching on someone's space. Um, right. And um, the singing, I think, was another thing that when when there were the drummers were singing and there was dancing, I was like, this is so cool. Um, so, you know, that like not to imitate it or try to yeah. make fun of it because that just seems like it's very like you know special mm-hmm. um and so those are like i mean just from being latino i know that yeah. you know i kind of know that too from some of our cultural traditions and stuff um but but it was it was fun and it was definitely a, a new experience. Next time you go, you'll have to get out there and owl dance with an auntie. <laughs> he just got there. Owl dance. What's with the her. owl dance? An owl What's dance is where the girls get to ask the guys to dance. So like during oh, that time, okay. the girls get to ask anyone to dance, and if you say no, you have to give them money. Like so, you like it's like one of those, or you have to like give them a gift or something. So you, for I, when I was little, I hated that. Like I'm like I don't want to dance with no girls, you know. Yeah, and I. Remember remember during pals and stuff during owl dance i would always go hide and stuff like me and all my friends are like no we don't want to go dance <laughs> now we're like come on and now we barely even get, now we barely even get asked just kidding <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, hey, hey oh 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 
no. That's funny. There's a round dance coming up at the end of this month. You'll have to come up, Cheekix, and dance around. The... Yeah, maybe we can uh, <laughs> record it and post it to the Brown Sound Podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's that's always fun. Um, What's one of the cultural like instances you remember from like interacting with my with my people? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, um, well, I always like the whole um, sana sana colita de rana. No, I mean I think like like the wedding celebrations are always so fun when it comes to like oh, Latino yes. weddings. Like the um, I don't, I mean I'm not sure if all like Latinos do the you know the vibora around. Is that or is that just like that's the, pretty common in a there, lot of Latino weddings? Okay, yeah. like that's yeah, always fun. Um, the food, I mean, like the food is just best. I right. Like, whenever it comes to any type of Latino celebration and there's food, it's just like oh man, I could just die a happy man. Just kidding, like. Well, and you learned one of our go-to like is that every dance, every special ceremony songs. Like you learned how to dance it. Oh yeah, the payaso de rodeo. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. that's a fun one. It's you know I'm not in you know that type of shape to dance that at all events, but maybe one you know one every yeah it's, yeah, a, no. it's definitely a workout. But um yeah I think like the one thing I can take a lot from like being around just being around your family too and is like you know your family have always treated me very nice and like welcoming. I never felt like awkward or anything. You know like it was just like right. they're just very open and you know accepting but one thing i always can take too is like take away from just seeing like how hard your parents work you know like yeah providing you know a really good life for you and your siblings here and just uh admiring how hard they work because sometimes i think people don't realize that like how hard like people work to just be here or to you know have these opportunities where some families can just kind of get passed down that like i don't know generational wealth or the privilege and stuff so we have actual people who are like working hard and like you know just being good people and that's always think as like because i'm like even some natives i'm like some some of us are kind of lazy so i'm like yeah. <laughs> so i'm like it's uh it's just very it's very refreshing to see it and very inspiring and motivating especially like your dad has his own business now you know he's you know doing yeah. really well and just seeing right. him like and i remember like whenever i'm down he always shows me all his like uh projects that he's accomplished or working on and stuff and like the whole <laughs> idaho yeah. lake like that's pretty cool i'm like i couldn't even you know i know i couldn't i'm not fit out for that kind of work to like work in <laughs> yeah. like hard hard yeah. manual labor i'm like i'm a i'm a my hands are too soft no i'm like we, we office people chicken yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, let's be real we, i know we i'm like people. i'm too soft for that <laughs> <laughs> no i gotta say i'm very proud of my family too and it's really cool that you have said that because yeah my family legit came to this country with nothing and they've been able to build up uh you know their life through hard work um they put their kids through college through hard work you know and i i would not be where i'm at today had it not been for all they've done and so yes thank you for pointing that out yes i'm absolutely very proud of them and yeah i wouldn't be aquí contigo if it wasn't for them. <laughs> oh, there would be no brown sound <laughs> there would be no brown sound yeah cheek i just want to say i'm a, i want to wrap that up by saying like thank you so much for your friendship thank you to your family for welcoming welcoming me in to to your family um and always making me feel uh you know 
like I belong, like I like I'm welcome there. And not too long ago, you even texted me that your mom thought about me at a store and got me something. Oh, I, was yeah. like, I was like, what? You know, yeah. that feels good. Like, even if it was just like a little, it doesn't matter what it was, just the fact that she thought about me mm-hmm. and got something. I'm over here like, <laughs> you know, like yeah. Yeah. in my feels about like how cool that feels. You know what I mean? Yeah. Likewise, Chica, because I'm like, cut yeah, yeah, cut yeah, yeah. Oh, watch so. Just kidding. Oh, <laughs> good. Good, good medicine. No. Good medicine for sure. <laughs> it's all funny because, so, you know, I work here at a tribal radio station. And so one day my coworker and I, uh, we were just bored, you know, sometimes we get bored here. And so we're like, let's spice up our PSAs a bit. And so we did a whole PSA in like how like our dads used to talk, you know, like how my dad's yeah. voice. So we did this like reading this PSA, like the Brown Town podcast brought to you <laughs> by K-I-Y-E. Like it was just funny. We're like going on super like native dad voice it was funny and then we i did the weather once in in that voice it was like um area forecast partly cloudy skies you know <laughs> and people were messaging like who's that who's that uncle on there and i'm like oh yeah oh you know i try to play it off like oh we had some volunteers and they're like really and I'm like no I was like, no it's just me they're, like people didn't believe me that it was really my voice it was pretty funny <laughs> and i think that's that's one thing that's really big in like you know i think in both of our cultures is just the humor i think that really yeah. ties us a lot i know we terrorize each other and then i know your mom terrorizes me too like it's just All funny like, yeah <laughs> it's like humor is also another thing i think that really bridges our communities together because we just yeah. we're just funny people you know? we funny yeah and it helps us heal and yeah, move definitely. past the hard parts of our life so anyways cheek x let's switch some gears now into our brown noises segment what do we got today okay so i know i don't think we've done this before but i we, we're gonna teach our listeners how to say grandma in our languages so how to say grandma and nimi putempt the nespers language so there's two ways so your mom's mom you would call her Katza. Katza. Or your dad's mom, you would say Alec. Alec. Katza and Alec. Yeah. So we have two different ways. So my grandma Jeannie, that's my mom's mom, so we just call her Katza. Or, you know, my dad's mom, uh, she passed away at a young age. So if she was alive, she would be my Alec. Yeah, we have our two different ways of saying grandma. I don't know where it came. Like, I don't know, like, the history of why we have two different ways of saying it. But it's just, that's just how it is. Yeah, paternal and maternal way of saying. Okay, that's cool. Um, In Spanish, you would say abuela. But a lot of times, especially for me, so my grandma. For me, my grandmas, I've never really called them abuelas. They're my, they are my abuelas. But I always say mamá caro and mamá anita. So I just call them moms. They're my moms. My mom, my mom caro and my mom anita. (laughs) So, but you would say abuela. I know when little kids will say abuelita. Um, and you add ita to a lot of words to make it like more in terms of endearment. So mm-hmm. abuelita. Um, it literally means like little grandma, <laughs> abuelita. But, um, or you could say abue. That would be abue's coming. Abue. We're going to abue's. And that's just slang. Yeah. Um, not a lot of people use that. But yeah, so abuelita, abue. Or you could say mama, whatever you're, you know, we just, call, they're our moms. Yeah. They're not, we don't, culturally, like grandmas, um, any maternal figure, they're your moms. So yeah. mama, anita, mama. Yeah, it's interesting in language. When it comes to language, how we like I know my like in Nespers language, we have maternal 
paternal ways of when it comes to like kinship and stuff but yeah. but our our language is also like like it doesn't have a gender either like we don't have oh. so if you were to say like um abuelito abuelita yeah it's we we just would be just your grandpa like it wouldn't be there was are your grandma or there's no gender in our language which is pretty interesting yeah that is really interesting chikex yeah. um well i love your kata she's <laughs> legit i know yes. i know i owe her a, i know i owe her a casino visit next oh, time yeah. I yeah, she's so like, she and I gotta go. <laughs> Speaking of her, actually, I did want to share this. So we just got my grandma an iPhone, and that has probably been the most entertaining like thing I've had to deal with lately. And I think it like helps her out too because she's just been feeling really sad from losing her brother. So you know, each of us have been spending our time with her and stuff, just trying to keep her busy. And so we got her this iPhone now because the phone she used to have was like an old school. I don't even know Samsung, Android, old phone. But we got yeah. her. We got an iphone now because like all of us like myself my cousins my grandma's kids like they all have iphones so makes it easier for her to communicate with us and uh, now she can like facetime and stuff and she's like loving her little memojis and stuff so like she'll text me and she'll just send me like her little memoji thing like let me show you oh yeah see look at so it just has like those little <laughs> she little just, googly eyes yeah little like she eyes. just yeah she likes to send her little memoji and it's all funny because it all looks just like my grandma too (laughs) (laughs) that's cute that's adorable yeah oh you gotta tell you gotta show her emoji talk though gotta be careful she's not sending peaches or eggplants (laughs) and then we took her to oh because we went to oregon oh yes well i don't know like i feel like i haven't caught up in a long time but i think if you follow my personal instagram you'd see that i just was recently in oregon and my my grandma's from oregon got us like two boxes of sriracha and like an eight pound jug of sriracha we had like a sriracha shortage we had this like sriracha shortage here and um i posted on facebook about like oh anyone know where to find sriracha and then so my grandma in oregon is like oh we can i'll grab you a few bottles and it was like all these bottles there but she brought you a case yeah (laughs) and it was funny so but on our way to oregon we stopped at one of our um one of our favorite stops kind of a go-to whenever we go to pendleton it's in milton free water it's one of the uh one of the like mexican stores they have like the bread and all the meat and all the you know all the the good like a grocery okay yeah and so like when we were there it was funny because i i think i told you this when um the lady that was speaking to it well first when we were about to pay the lady started speaking to us in spanish you know and my dad was like oh no he's like we're just indians you know <laughs> and he was like but my son here he speaks your language and i was like oh yeah <laughs> like it just threw me off I'm like dang daddy could have just said like sorry you know but <laughs> it was so yeah, funny yeah, yeah. so so then she's like speaking to me in spanish and i'm responding and my parents are just like all oh, watch like i'm it felt like one of those like old like scenes from a very old western like the translator i'm like that yeah. oh, oh yes yes just me. little subtitles of yeah, it you with your, with your, well i mean he was he's proud of you so that's why he said yeah. it like yeah. obviously that's that's cool that's cool too. yeah so the fact was, that you can it's like what a flex yeah. proud of you proud of you it was just funny did you see the whole grammys thing about bad bunny where the grammys translate said like speaking non-english or whatever yeah. Yes. Like, yes. They. I'm like the freaking Grammys couldn't like. I mean, you know, they could pay for a, a translation. Translator. On I'm like, they just. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that's pretty. That's pretty Latino crazy. Twitter went in on the memes for that. So yeah, well, I think even some new merch came out with like. Just I did see that. Speaks non non English. I'm like so, one first for Bad Bunny to open up for a show like.
like the Grammys and like put on for Puerto Rico and for Latinos. Right. Like that was pretty dope. One, Bad Bunny's just an awesome artist anyways. Right. But like for him to open up with such a bang and I'm like, it's just crazy how there's a lot of stuff said about the Grammys where you're like, uh, right. Uh, right. We cringe, we yeah. cringe, but hopefully they, they learn. Yeah. Hopefully they learn. So we don't, our culture, we don't let it, our Twitter groups do not yeah. let it go. We, <laughs> we call it and we run with it. So, all right, Chicax, what is our Shades of Brown Shady question? Oh, yes, time. yes. I guess to wrap things up, we have our Shady Questions segment. If this is your first time, we ask three questions and you can only get out of answering just one. So you have to answer, you can answer all three or you can skip one. So the first Shady question goes, if you suddenly became a billionaire, do you feel the need to have to take care of your whole family? Hmm. Okay. Number two, if you were in a position of power, would you seek revenge on those who have wronged you or your family? Mm-hmm. And number three, would you rather save a life of a family member or save a thousand lives of strangers? Oh, these are like very reflective, tell, telling on ourselves kind of questions. But okay, GKX, I'm going to do them. Let's go. So if I suddenly became a millionaire or billionaire, would I feel the need to take care of my family? Um, I've read some things on people who become, who win the lottery, for example. And a lot of the times, because they don't have that background on like being fight, fiscally responsible or like, you know, just are very financially literate, they end up losing their millions right away because they don't know about like back paying taxes and you know, they like spend their life, their money extravagantly. So I think one of the things I would do is get a financial planner if I won a billion dollars um, to help with like maintaining because we're talking about generational wealth. Like I yeah. want that to last down my family line. So would I support, take care of my family? Yes, to a degree. Like can, can I would cover like basic living necessities, but I would still help my family grow like if someone wants to start a business um you know then i would help with that let's invest um as long as we can keep the money growing Mm -hmm. um i feel like that would be definitely a way that i would do it would i just give out money to maybe not outside my immediate family it would just depend is i i also have read that people come out of the wood where it's like saying oh i'm your family member and i need you know they'll give you many reasons for why they need money and although it may be true i feel like yes you got this opportunity now you have all this money but it's also not your responsibility or duty to solve the problems of the world you do have an obligation to to help people and so i just have to figure out the right way to do it because i that wouldn't be sustainable to give away all your money right away right because then you couldn't help other people unless you set up some kind of system or structure to do it so i I don't know what that would look like a lot of research would go into it so in short yes i would support my immediate family members and help uh, with growing and bettering lives and growing generational wealth um but I don't, and even my close friends for sure. But mm-hmm. outside of that, I, I don't know that I would. You know, I I would have to look into. I'd have to get more more knowledge, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, if I was in a position of power, would you get revenge on people that have wronged you? <laughs> it really just depends to what degree. You know what I mean? Like, no if someone did like all this power, <laughs> right? If someone disrespected like my mom or my dad, those are grudges I cannot get over. Oh yeah. Would I like want to harm them? No. But if I could oh. do something to kind of get back i don't know i guess i wouldn't know unless i had Mm -hmm. the power but i'm hoping i definitely wouldn't do anything to make to hurt anybody 
mm-hmm. physically or, or anything like that. But mm-hmm. if I could scare someone a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. shake the table just a little, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, it depends on like, it really just depends to what degree of wrong we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Overall, no, I don't hold any, I don't, I don't think I really hold any resentment towards anybody um, in that way that I feel like I would have to get, you know, karma and life is the, you know, that's revenge for people sometimes. Mm-hmm. You don't really mm-hmm. have to do nothing. Preach. Comes Preach. around, cheek Uh Would you rather save the life of a family member or a thousand people? This is hard for me because on the one hand, it's my family member and I would do anything for them. On the other hand, it's a thousand people I don't know and who's in that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what I ra- I <laughs> I feel bad about it, but I think family member. Obi, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, I'm just thinking about if it was my mom or my dad, obviously, I wouldn't want to save them. But I would also it would be a heavy, hard decision to make because then a thousand people aren't getting saved. You know? Yeah, I don't know. That one's a hard one. I don't I, but I would have to pick family, I think, because mm-hmm. I'm just so close to my family. I was like, OK, calm down, Mother Teresa. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about you? Um, OK, so if I were to become a billionaire, I feel like my responsibility would only be to take care of like my immediate family. Family, which would be like my parents and my siblings and maybe their kids or not maybe their kids yeah. and their kids but yeah. i i like i i agree with you, you said like if they were needing like an investment or helping like keep the money growing i would definitely do that but i don't think i would be like hey all of you guys quit your job and i'm gonna take care of you <laughs> you know like i think they could still work and for the things that they want and stuff and i would just help there if, you know if they ever needed it um i would definitely like if i could i would definitely like retire my mom and my dad like y'all just yeah, don't ever work Sure. again like i'll pay for whatever you guys need. right um just because my parents you know have done so much for me and so i think that's like my main two if i were to ever become i'm like nope I'll, you know you guys can have whatever you want i'll just take you to the candy store right no. right um and if i were in a position of power would i seek revenge on those you know i am an eye for an eye type of guy you know i feel like you do something to me i'm gonna do it right back and do it better you know or like yeah like i'm yeah. A, like i'm a very good friend but i'm also a very strong like uh enemy yeah or you know like a, <laughs> like i'm a like yeah i'm just you know i i feel like for me i'm an eye for an eye type of person like okay you're gonna do that then now gloves are Be off prepared for this yeah, yeah. um okay. and but I do agree with the karma thing, you know, sometimes, sometimes I feel like you don't even have to, no. you don't even have to respond because you could just see the way someone's life plays out and like, wow, like your life definitely is now it makes sense yeah. why you're miserable, you know, um, <laughs> I'm gonna check, check that one. I know they're probably listening <laughs> too. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, and would I rather save a life of family member or save a thousand lives? I would probably just agree and have to be a family member. I wouldn't know the thousand people I'd have to save. So I, I probably wouldn't feel super bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd probably have to save a family member just because um, that's just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ride or die. I'm loyal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think that's, that wraps up our, our episode. Our good checking in. Let us reintroduce ourselves. Just yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. I, I just, again, want to thank everybody for sticking with us. Yeah. Um, apologies to you for being a little late on this ep- second episode this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, life is what it is. And we just deal and, mm-hmm. and we're, we're, we're back. So, yeah. if you haven't yet, give us a like on uh, or follow on Instagram at Brownstown Podcast. 
Podcasts. If you haven't yet, consider giving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And we actually oh. uh, recently got two five-star reviews, some mm-hmm. new uh, texts in there. So we'll be sharing those with you soon. Um, but as always, thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for sharing about our podcast. We've been getting more followers mm-hmm. on social media and our data is showing more downloads too, um, especially in the last couple of days. So thank you for the love and support. Is there any last thoughts? Daniel before we um, yeah I was actually going to talk about our two reviews so whoever whoever is anti snag <laughs> that gave us five star and all it says is my favorite podcast that's all it says this is anti snag so uh, <laughs> whoever's anti snag out there hit up Javi he'll snag you I'm just kidding <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Valentine's Day is coming up so no shout out to anti snag whoever that is and then I think the other one was my sister Loretta because she was like Javi next time you will be the judge of the fry bread settle this sibling rivalry because and I said because <laughs> I said that my fry bread is better than my sister's and so she I think that was Loretta I'm pretty sure and you know I'm not going to turn down judging food so (laughs) sign me up that's all funny auntie snag (laughs) Tio snag just kidding Uh, but yeah anyways (laughs) (laughs) we'll see you all next time adios see you later Cuts the I.O. for listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We've had a blast with you all today. Make sure to tune in next time. To follow us more closely, you can check us out on Instagram at the Brown Sound Podcast. For partnership opportunities or if you just want to get a hold of us, make sure to email us at thebrownsoundpodcast208 at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at brownsoundpodcast. Disclaimer, the thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and the host only. 